Hello, saints and sinners. Hey guys, I got a good show for you today. I know I've been missing in action for a few days, but you know, I don't know if you guys notice it or not, but um, the time is lying. Like, I mean, it's like you wake up and then the day just starts moving really, really, really fast. And you're like, wait a minute, slow down, hold on. So, in saying that, Guys, I just want to say, time waits on no man. Okay? It's a time for everything. Jesus Christ has his time to come. And no one knows that but the Father, Elohim, Yahuwah. Yes. Nobody knows that time. And time is not waiting on you to get right, on me to get right, on and anyone. We, we got to do it while we have the time to do it. So, you know, um, guys, I have something new I want to start out my uh, podcast with, so I hope y'all like it, and uh, of course, I always start out with prayer, so y'all get ready to go on and bow your heads, okay? <laughs> okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we come together today. I come together with my listeners from all over, and Lord, I just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that that lord you protect us and lead us and guide us lord oh my god as i will show in this podcast today heavenly father that the enemy is coming against us in every way in every form and even the police officers it's going to come to a point lord we know that we will be maybe even killed and, and persecuted for speaking the name of Christ, for spreading the gospel. And, Lord, so we're here to do it now. Father, we ask for your protection, for your guidance while we do it. I pray for all my brothers and sisters in Christ out there, the street preachers and everyone everywhere who is spreading your word, your gospel, and and trying their best to bring people to Christ. Lord, I, I pray for their protection out there, Heavenly Father. And, and Father, I pray for my listeners that you will tend to their needs. Forgive us all for our sins, Heavenly Father. And please, Lord, lead us down your path, your path that you want us on. We pray for your will, Father, and your mercy. In Jesus' mighty holy name, we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So, there's something new that I was talking about doing. Is um, I want to play a Christian rap song. Uh, you know, or Christian or gospel music uh, before I start, you know, on my podcast or on my other programming. And so, um, you know, I just want to get the Holy Spirit revved up in you guys. And uh, I want you, you know, to get in the spirit, you know. Um, So I I know that people put a lot of perception out there about, um, you know, being saved and being Christian is boring. And no, it's not. It's not. we can have fun too God didn't say we can't have fun you know he just said live righteously and and live and walk in his way you know you think Jesus didn't laugh or have a sense of humor he did you know Uh, Jesus is beautiful so it's just not you know it's not oh it's so boring no it's not that's what the enemy wants you to think so this particular song I'm going to play today to get everybody up and moving (laughs) is the Trey Hill, My God Got Me. And the artist, again, his name is Trey Hill. 
featuring Chills and Sean Preston. So I'm going to play it for you guys. I played it earlier and I liked it, so I decided to share. <laughs>
Because God, he does have us. I don't care, you know, what you might be going through or what you see around you or what, what's happening. You know, God got you. One thing I want us all to understand is this place that we're in now, which is on earth. This place is temporary, guys. Um, this place is where... <clears throat> Excuse me. This place is where we need to be getting prepared for our real home. And and what we do here is going to determine where our real home will be forever. I want you to listen to that. I, I want you to grasp that for a moment. What you do here is what's going to determine where your home will be forever. These two places. It's at home with the Father and our Savior. And the beauty of heaven. No sickness, no starving. No hurt, no pain. Just glory. Glory and serving the Most High. And we can get there. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, the Messiah, the Anointed One, Yahshua. Yes. Or you can love the worldly ways and can worry about cars and shoes and homes. and You can worry about this place, the flesh, the world. And put all your focus and attention on that. And there's another place to go once you leave here. Because remember, you know, this place is temporary, right? So, that other place is the lake of fire. Where you burn eternally. Excruciatingly. <laughs> where you wish you were dead. That's what the ways of the world lead you to. had to um, pause a moment because I want you guys to think about it. I think about it. Mm-hmm. I think about it all the time. So, I just want you guys to know it's real. It's real. Everything in the Bible is prophecy. It's prophecy. It's prophecy. Um, and it's prophecy that's being fulfilled. You think that that coronavirus or something 
wait till what's next hits us. People, I don't care what's going on around here. I don't care what doctor report you got or whatever it may be. No God, no God, no God. Keep your eyes on the Lord. You know, there has been a lot of discussions and talks and opinions about the rapture. A lot of people think that the rapture is going to come before the tribulation. Because the tribulation is going to be hard, people. Some of God's people will have to go into hiding and have to go underground. Because they'll be killed. For professing the love of God. It's already happening here in some places. In China. You know. It's already happening. Even in America. That every time you know. We watch the street preachers. They're getting attacked by people. Regular people. Police officers. It's already happening. So the Lord Jesus said. That. You, if you follow me, they'll hate you because they hated me. Okay, um, but if we shall only endure it, the reward is is greater than we can imagine. So keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on our Lord because it's gonna get rough. Listen, it's going to be recordings like this and podcasts like this that is going to help people in times of sorrow. And I pray in Jesus' name that this podcast reach many, many nations. Now, I will do these until uh, I can't do them anymore or until the Lord instructs me to do something different. But, yeah, um, it's podcasts like this that help people. Who's out there right now? Tell me. This is Motivation Monday, by the way. You know, you guys know I have an anchor every day of the week. I'm trying. <laughs> but who's out there right now? Depressed. Feeling hindered and held down. Or who's out there right now? They got a bad doctor report. Who's out there right now that just lost a loved one? Who's out there right now? who's suffering mentally inside, screaming in agonizing pain, and no one to talk to about it. Who's out there? Because everyone who's out there going through something, you should know that you have the love of Jesus Christ. You have the love of Jesus. You have the beautiful gift of prayer. Yes, you have the beautiful gift of prayer. Where you get to skip over and bypass everybody and talk to God. You have a best friend in Jesus Christ. By the Lord, I come to you and whoever's out here suffering, mentally, physically, or however, Father, I ask that you deliver them in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask that you deliver them from their pain, that you deliver them from their sorrows, that you show them you.
Father, that you show them you, the power of your love. I pray in Jesus' name that you lay your hands on them. I plead the blood of Jesus over everybody who's suffering. Yes, I do in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty holy name. There's a better day. Don't fall for the tricks of the enemies. There is a better day. Okay, so you know, guys, I have to share some some videos with you on my audio. <laughs> some videos on my audio. <laughs> you know, I have to share, you know, some testimonies. And, um, of course, you know, I'm a big follower of Christ Forgiveness, uh, Pastor David Lynn. Shout out to David. He's out there on his End Times tour. And he is traveling and he is getting... Oh, he's catching some blows, guys. We should pray for this man. And Father Jesus, we come to you right now in prayer for David Lynn. Father, please, Lord, put your protecting angels around him, Father, as he preaches the word of God. Father, give him the right words to say and the right places to go. In Jesus' name, I pray. In Jesus' name. As a matter of fact, you know, some of these videos do, do not give good audio, guys, and I apologize for that, um, because I think that some of their background music is a bit loud, and it kind of distorts the audio for you guys, so I really, uh, apologize for that, and I really hope, um, these ones I play for you today are... Are, are more pleasable for you, I hope. So, this one is David Lynn. He is a, he's still in Miami, and he just posted this one. Um, this is for, it says, Miami police officer calls preacher's message garbage. So, uh, I kind of watched the video. Um, I didn't actually hear him say it was garbage, but he, he did say that his message would just go down the drain. So, um, maybe that's what he's saying he called it garbage. But, as you can hear, I'm getting it prepared now. So, I want you guys to hold on. And I'm going to play it for you. It's like 14 minutes long. So, get ready, guys. And, you know, we'll talk about it afterwards, okay? Did you guys just hear that guy? And it's gonna play again, but he he went down the line of every sin in the world that he was. He said he was a liar, an adulterer, a fornicator, a, a masturbator, a manipulator, a rapist, a murderer, a robber, a thief. I mean, he said he was all... Oh, okay, listen, guys. I just had to stop and touch bases with you guys on that. Wow. Trash. 
relationships. We're engaging in trash types of sexual uh, practices. We're doing things that make no sense. But God is saying to you today, I want you to have a life that makes sense. And not just sense. I want you to have a life that makes sense and produces dollars. Amen. He wants to prosper your life. He wants your life to be invested and rooted in something that brings forth fruit. And the Bible says that when you have the fruit of Jesus in your life, the light of God in your life, you will glow, you will conform to the image of Christ, and you will shine, and you will be in His kingdom, and His kingdom will never end. All these kingdoms that you see will end. They will fade. They will fall away. They will be destroyed. But God's kingdom will last, and He is going to have His standard where His name is preached all over the world. And his name is glorified. How are you doing? God bless you, my name is Pastor David. I just read the bylaw and it says I'm allowed 10 to 60 decibels according to the law. So I can I can lower it. That's not a problem. You're just saying the good word. Yeah, yeah, I can lower it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll lower it. Just, just lower it. Just lower it down. That's fine. Just let me, want to let me know how, how, how distant. Uh, no, you're fine. I need the Lord and somebody knows. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. You're good, guys. You're good, man. So, the police in Miami, is, they continuously to approach David to tell him to turn down his speaker. He's on a beach. It's lots of people walking by with their loud boxes and boom boxes and music, but they continue to approach him. And that's what just happened here. So that, that's, there we go. There we go. So I was, I was on the top. That's halfway. Because I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, I just want to say Lil Nas X had one of the best videos of all time. I feel like y'all are tripping. Uh, Lil Nas X had one of the best videos of all time. Wait, what? That's why you're shaking like a fish. Yeah, he had one of the best videos of all time. So you want to you wanna go on a preacher's mic to talk about Lil Nas X? Are, are you his promoter? No, he had one of the best videos of all time. Are you his boyfriend? No. Why, why, why did you feel the need to come on a preacher's mic to talk about Lil Nas X? It's Lil Nas X. What, what was that for you? What did that do for you? Yeah, one of the best videos of all time. And, and what, why did you want to say that to everybody? Because everybody is tripping. Tripping on what? Tripping on the video. So what's, what, why are people tripping on the video? I don't know. Yeah, one of the best videos of all time. Okay. All right, man. All the best. All the best. Okay, I had to stop and talk about this because this guy just walked up to him grabbed the mic and started saying little Nas X had the best video of all time now we know little Nas X's video whatever his video was him sliding down the stripper pole and lap dancing on the devil in hell and this guy asked a preacher for his mic to say this so this is how these devils will come at you and approach you Okay, and this is why we have to really pray for um, our brothers and sisters in Christ out here. I'm losing my voice today. In Christ out here, because they are up against some, some hellacious demons, guys. I'm telling you, these these demonic entities do not want the word of God and the gospel spread and the people to hear it and the people to get saved. They want them to go to hell with them. Period. Period. 
Okay, hold on, let me finish. Either he's a promoter for a little as Nas X, boyfriend, or just a groupie. But one thing I'm going to tell you today, you know who has the best story of all time? It's Jesus Christ. That's better than any music video. It's better than any movie. Religious gatherings outside the synagogue and Hebrew school are strictly prohibited. servant of today? Are you a servant of righteousness and peace? Or are you a servant of lawlessness and destruction? Amplified music. You cannot have amplified music. It's time to come to the cross today. The blood of Jesus Christ is the only thing that can deliver us from sin and death. You pick it up. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. You cannot have a speaker. You cannot play amplified music out here. We're here today to preach the gospel, the good news. There was a guy that just passed by. About five of them since I've been sitting. Okay, we tell them too. We tell them too. Okay, so I'm telling you. Now, if you want to argue about it, you know. Okay, so this is a police officer harassing them now, telling them they can't have speakers, music on the speakers. They can't have amplified music and it's not music. He's preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he's steadily harassing them. So let me let you finish or continue to listen to it. You cannot have amplified music. Okay, amplified sound at all. No speakers. Where should I call you if that's a known emergency right here. And you write it down, because you have to your question for the reasons. Okay? It's Mr. Rodriguez. Okay, the music. He's hearing the music within itself. He's not projecting the music out. Just heard it. Mr. Rodriguez, I just heard it. It's me. That's amplified music. Okay. Are you going to tell him to turn it up? Yeah, yeah. When, when, when it bothers other people, yeah, I will. Oh, 
Okay, so is the issue, is the, issue the sound level or is sound, the sound level everything? So what, what's the decibel level that we can operate on? I'm not going to force them If you want me to call them and give you a citation, I will do that. I'll ask you guys to pick up the speaker if you want to do it. But if you want code enforcement out here, give me a sign. Then I'm going to do that. Oh, okay. If the issue is the I'm trying, I'm trying for you to say that citation. If you want to have to call them. Don't come out here and issue a citation. I'm not even listening. No, you are. I want to understand. You are. You're trying to be a smart ass by telling me, oh, I'm complaining. It's offensive. This and that. You don't have to get like that. You know, it's not like that. You have like 300 cameras here trying to record and trying to make a scene and this and that. And we're going to take it to another level. And we don't want that. All I'm doing is. Take your speaker, put it away, keep doing whatever you do. That's it. It's simple. You don't have to argue with me because you need to guess what? Your religion message goes down the drain. The moment you start arguing with police, the moment you don't follow authority, the moment you don't follow a, a local order to tell you to do something, guess what? Your message is, is, is nothing. It's nothing. Did you guys hear this policeman? He said, I mean, is he above God? He said, the moment you start arguing with police and the moment you start this with police, your message is nothing. How can a message of Jesus Christ be nothing? Because he's telling a police officer, why are you picking on us and not them? But his message is nothing? Wow. Talk about a God complex. Some people have a God complex. We need to pray for this officer. Your message is nothing. For the people out here, your message is nothing. The moment that you do not follow local orders. Okay? Come listen. Go ahead. I want, I want to understand you. Maybe I didn't hear you clear. Because I was sitting here. I wasn't in the initial conversation. Well, but you were bothering by arguing. And no, because you're in your mouth. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I didn't hear you clear. So I, I just want to clarify something. So you wanted him to stop preaching. No, I, I never said I want you to stop preaching. You see, that's how I said. Maybe I didn't hear you. Like I said, your message goes down the drain. When you lie, when you try to fucking like control the narrative, your message goes down the drain. To me, it's garbage. Your message is garbage. You know why? Because you're lying. I never said you gotta stop preaching. I never said that. I said you gotta become the speaker. That's all. Okay. So I said maybe I didn't hear you clear. So you wanted him to. Stop the amplified sound. That's it. Okay. You keep preaching all day. Okay? That's not a problem. That's not a So you wanted to stop the amplified sound. You said that no amplified music or sound is allowed on this beach. Right. Is that what you said? I said that, yes. So then we just had a man with amplified sound on the beach. The music he has it within. The cars that have an amplifier. All the cars that have an amplifier. So, so all the, the bull has an amplifier. It's not about that. It's you blasting music out of speaker. Okay? You blasting, you blasting the sound out of speaker. You can't do that. Because you know what? Your message might be the best message out here, but not everybody has to do it. Okay, but, but, but officer, that's what he was just doing. He had an amplifier. He wasn't a ghost within his person. So I heard him because he went right by you in front of you. But I could hear you speaking all the way from over there. That's the problem. So it's a level. My man, it's a problem. And I'm telling you, it's a problem. All I'm telling you is you gotta take your drink. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it I want to understand. If you want to get technical, I'll come bring code enforcement. They know the rules. They know the technicality. Don't wish you a citation. That's it. Go out there and work out like that. But I don't want to do that. I'm asking you nicely. Turn off the speakers. Keep doing whatever you're doing. Well, no, you guys, I know how I'm confused, officer. 
Okay. Wow. Um. That was that was crazy. So that man, he spoke every sin that he's ever committed, but he didn't say if he's been saved. You know, if uh, he, he's gave his life to Jesus, because you know Jesus will forgive you. This is Jesus is big on forgiveness. This is why we have to forgive and. And we walk around, oh, I just can't forgive for this and that. But, you know, I know forgiveness is a very hard thing sometimes. But it's something that we have to do. It's something that we have to do. You know, and, and, and many people will come against God's people like this, like the police officer, like this man. Like, did you guys see it here? The guy coming up there grabbing a mic. Oh, little Nas X had the best video. That's demonic. He was taunting and mocking the preacher. And uh, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Yes, in Jesus' mighty holy name. Okay, and so I have a testimony. And uh, this guy, his name is Steve Miller. And he's giving his testimony how he went from gangster to grace. You guys should hear this. This is like a real, this testimony is great. So, hold on. Metamorphosis describes an amazing transformation. One example is an unattractive caterpillar turning into a majestic butterfly. At the age of 13, I was a hopeless caterpillar with an insatiable appetite. Caterpillars eat one green leaf after another, chopping away with no boundaries. As for myself, it was one crime after another. I come from a big family, uncles, aunts, and a lot of cousins in a community where crime was the norm. My family was a part of that norm, so I was exposed to a lot of crime and violence. But it didn't bother me. I was a straight A student, and I got treated like a child prodigy. But I resented that treatment. Secretly, I wanted to be a gangster, a man of power and respect. My mom's moved us from that community so me and my siblings could grow up in a better environment. But destiny, but say otherwise. I was allowed to spend weekends in my old neighborhood with my cousins, so I was living a double life, going to school during the week and partying on the weekend, till I got arrested when I was 14. My mom accepted who I was becoming and gave me some words of wisdom. She said, don't bring what you do in the streets to where you gotta lay your head. Words I would take to heart and apply. Soon, the streets of South Central Los Angeles would become my home, but I wasn't welcome everywhere. There are dozens of gangs in the city of Los Angeles. I was from one of the biggest gangs, and we had a lot of enemies. I dropped out of school and devoted my life to the gang. I was embraced by those who were known to make things happen. They taught me everything. By the age of 17, I was a menace to society. All I knew was crime, and I fed on it reckless abandonment. I was very spontaneous, deliberate, and I never hesitated. 
So when I pulled my gun during a robbery, I was serious about what I wanted. I wasn't trigger happy, but I wouldn't think twice neither. The irony is, money meant nothing to me. I wasn't motivated by greed. I was into splurging and having a good time. Every day was a party for me. But the realities of my lifestyle made me ruthless. The gang violence was real. I've been to a lot of funerals going up. And on a few occasions, I've been to two funerals in one day. I had a reputation for doing a lot of shooting. I did drive-bys, but I was known for jumping out and chasing people down. I was so deep into this lifestyle that anything outside of it was foreign to me, including being intimate. I had some pretty girlfriends, but I preferred the company of prostitutes. So it was no surprise that my appetite would lead me to prison, where immediately I began to feed on the violence and hypocrisies of prison politics. You would think after years of indulging myself, crime would be like pesticide to me. But after being released from prison, my appetite only increased, allowing me to savor the bitter taste of recidivism. There is nothing more hopeless like coming back to prison. In my case, coming back with 160 years to life. After a caterpillar stops feeding, it spins itself into a cocoon. There, it undergoes this gruesome process of dissolving and digesting what it no longer needs. A process I know all too well. Shortly after my incarceration, I began to self-destruct. Using hard drugs always been taboo to me because I sold it and saw the effects of it. Yet, there I was getting high on heroin and crystal milk. I had a strong support system of family and friends who would send me whatever I asked for. They didn't know of my drug use, so I lied and made up reasons why I needed money. I was a clown in so many ways that it was impossible for me to take anything serious. My self-destruction was inevitable, and I was beginning to embrace my hopelessness. But suddenly, in January 2016, Jesus Christ became my Lord and Savior, and I stopped using drugs. None of this was planned, so I didn't know what I was doing. There was no step-by-step manual on how to change your life in prison. Plus, my sudden change brought out the skeptics. You think TMZ is something? They don't have nothing on the paparazzis we have in prison. So I had to deal with all of their criticism, their rejections, and their gossip, all in a nonviolent way. Shouts out to Martin Luther King, who said, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at a time of challenge and controversy. So I was able to block out the rhetoric and focus on my change. That's the purpose of the cocoon, right? But all of this was new to me. I felt like a child, as if I was starting life all over again. I never felt so vulnerable in my life, so sensitive. The entire process was emotional, forgiving, and letting go. I accredit the mental health program here at RJ Donovan Correctional Facility. So much of 
my coping skills and character development as a result of their professionalism. I was beginning to see purpose in all of my experiences. The word coincidence was losing its value to me, but the word perfect was beginning to mean everything to me. Doors were opening and good people were coming into my life. On December 21st, I learned I was selected to be part of the first ever TEDx Donovan Directional. I didn't think I qualified. I never been a part of something positive. So my joy inspired me to make a decision I never thought I'd make. On Christmas morning, I let it be known the gang life was over. And a few days later, I'll be crying in the shower as I thought about all the people who died for this lifestyle. So many who would have been proud of my choice. I entered 2017 giving God glory, preparing me for the day of the TEDx Donovan Correctional event. I was the lead usher, a position that taught me the true meaning of humility. I was being of service without being seen, which was new to me because every event I've been to in my life, I was used to being seen. So this experience was foretelling that all oh, that's about to change. Things were about to be different for me. Just like Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan, so was I led into the summer of 2017 to be tempted by one situation after another. And in accordance with that, my pastor would challenge the congregation to a 40-day fast by giving us something we love. I love music, the rhythm, the harmony, the passion. It took me to a whole nother world, blocking out my surroundings. But it was no more of that. The fast forced me to deal with people and situations that were unpleasant to me. It was a powerful experience that ultimately led to my breakthrough. I stepped out of my cocoon, marveling at my new identity, checking out my wings. I now have hope. The possibilities are endless for me. Your situation doesn't have to be as radical as mine, but don't accept hopelessness. You do have a choice. So choose hope by believing in something greater than yourself, by forgiving yourself and forgiving others, being open to new ideas, and most importantly, getting help. People do care. And for y'all who do have hope, you know it's contagious, right? Spread it by being kind, humble, and serving others. You never know who's ready to experience their own metamorphosis. Wow. <clears throat> wow. That's not motivation. What is it? Well, I loved it. I loved it. Well, guys, you know, um, like he said, be kind and humble yourself. There was times where I just um, would just go off. Oh, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna punk me. You ain't gonna this, and I would just go off. And you know, I'm not. I look back sometimes and I think, wow, have I changed how I've changed? Because I, I have. And, and though I'm still a work in progress, there's a lot that I've turned my back to. So, you know, guys, be 
peaceful, be, you know, practice humility as Jesus would. And, and when someone comes to you for help, you know, um, think about it. You know, sometimes the Lord has sent angels to you just to see will you help. You know, we have to think about the people we turn down in our lives. The people who just walk up to us out of nowhere and they're hungry or, or something they need. So, I hope you enjoyed today's program. Hope you enjoyed Motivation Monday. And keep your head up. Pray without ceasing. Read your Bible. Study. Worship. Spend your time with God. Spend your time with God, people. Okay. Well, I wish you all the best. And may God bless you and the rest of your day or night or whichever it may be, wherever you are. And until next time, check out my next podcast. It's going to be about um, this new new age religion. And so, um, new life, new age. I don't know which one it's called. But, yeah, it's not good. And so, I'm going to have a whole podcast on that one. And, you guys, I'd like for you to listen to it and get knowledgeable about it, okay? Well, God bless you. Bye-bye.